Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. And you know, I forgot to mention yesterday, and I apologize, Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, December 7th, 1941, I believe, making that 81 years ago. That's hard to believe. 81 years ago, I didn't know it was that long ago, that we were attacked, an unwarranted, unsolicited attack from the Japanese at Pearl Harbor. And we remember all the lives lost that day, military, civilians' lives lost during that brutal attack. And we do well to remember events like this from our history, to learn from them, and not to forget the sacrifices that were made in the past for our freedoms and our liberty that we still enjoy today. All right, I'm going to continue talking about some of those election results. Arizona, certification of their election, the Georgia runoff. And just in case anybody's wondering, why isn't he talking about Twitter? I'm just not interested in it. I really, I was talking to somebody yesterday. They're like, can you believe what's going on with Twitter? I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> we all knew it. And then I was told, well, now everybody knows it. I'm like, everybody did know it. I mean, maybe your rank and file uh, voter mainstream media consumer didn't know it because they don't listen to conservative media. But we knew all the way back then that the FBI would not... <clears throat> Excuse me, the FBI had no interest in the laptop after the uh, computer repair guy had the Hunter Biden laptop and was trying to give it to them. And he was going all over and nobody wanted it. He finally got it to Rudy Giuliani, who took it to the New York Post, and all of that is true. And the New York Post broke the story, and then social media, big tech, Twitter buried it with the assistance of the Biden campaign working with the Democrat Party to bury it, censor reporting. Uh, we, we know all that. What's revelatory? And... So it's out now, and the media has to face the facts. They just will continue to not report it or report it with a slant, report it uh, in a biased way. And your rank-and-file, low-information, mainstream media consumer voter probably still isn't going to know, and if they do, they're not going to care. I, I get it. I think focusing so much on big tech censorship and uh, influence misses the real issue, which is the power trip of the establishment and the corruption of our elections. And I don't know if I've said this outright, but I'm going to say it now. Sorry to say, I'm a little weary of some of the talking heads like Ben Shapiro over at Daily Wire, although they're good conservatives, Suggesting that 2020 wasn't literally, factually, statistically stolen by actual cheating and that that kind of corruption and ballot cheating isn't still going on and they just focus on, oh, Facebook and Twitter suppressed a story. That's not the extent of the cheating. Everybody's got to grow up, put their big boy pants on and admit that in America, in a free republic, or what we hope to be maintained as a free republic, there are third world 
banana republic elections going on with theft and stealing constantly. Contrary to what we see in public opinion, what we watch with our eyes and experience in our lives, we keep seeing these weird, strange Democrat wins and close races where we shouldn't. And so let's talk about that. And I, I feel like Trump's the only guy who's incessantly still truthing or tweeting, whatever you want to call it, saying 2020, corrupt, stolen. 2022, corrupt, stolen. Carrie Lake, nobody wants to say it. I don't know why, but we're all running around talking about Twitter. I don't care about Twitter. <laughs> I don't care about Elon Musk. So he owns 51% of the company, lets all this out. Ne next year, a liberal's going to buy it and own 51% of the company and then censor it. I want to know what are the laws? What's the rule of law and what's being reformed in the laws? Much like, to his credit, Ron DeSantis did in Florida and fixed it. That's what I'm concerned about. Well, Carrie Lake, this is, this is, this is good. I, I want to report this. I want to talk about this. From PJ Media, Carrie Lake promises to take her lawsuit all the way to the Supreme Court. Arizona Secretary of State Hobbs certified her own tainted gubernatorial victory over Carrie Lake on Monday. So I keep saying it, how convenient, Secretary of State who certifies elections, election was corrupt, she goes ahead and certifies it, and when she certifies it, she certifies her own victory as the gubernatorial candidate winner in a corrupt election that she was overseeing. How convenient to certify corruption when the corruption benefits you. But Lake continues to challenge the results of the election, which she says was marred by systemic voter suppression, and vowed to take her lawsuit, quote, take it all the way to the Supreme Court if necessary. Thank you. This is what pushback looks like. We're all talking about Twitter. What's going on with our elections? Are we just moving on past Arizona that that was certified? Just moving on past Georgia? We're ready to go with what we believe to be an exceptional lawsuit, and we believe we will be victorious in that lawsuit. Lake told Steve Bannon on Monday on his podcast, we'll take it all the way to the Supreme Court if we have to. We will not stop fighting. Last week, Obama appointed U.S. District Judge John Tucci, sanctioned Lake and her lawyers for filing what he claimed was a frivolous partisan lawsuit, prompting a harsh rebuke from Lake. Lake's spokesman Ross Tumble said in a statement, this case is not about money or gain. It was essentially a public interest lawsuit seeking electoral integrity, correct? The, two, the previous two elections in Maricopa County, Arizona, have been controversial for how poorly they were conducted. Last year, a forensic audit of the presidential election found thousands of discrepancies in the county, proving 2020 was corrupt. On election day this year, 2022, Many Republicans were expected to vote for Carrie Lake, but in the districts where most Republican voters were expected to vote, there were a lot of technical problems that prevented thousands of GOP voters from voting. This sounds like Venezuela. This is ridiculous. Now, when everybody says to me, yeah, but Georgia, you have no evidence to argue for that. First of all, I said it yesterday, I'll say it again. How convenient. We're told for days and weeks, every election cycle, that we're not going to know the night of the election if, uh, who won the election? And then, boom, oh, we know at 1030, two hours after the polls close, that uh, Raphael Warnock, Marxist Democrat, won. So when the Democrat wins, we know the night of. When the Republicans winning, we don't know for weeks till they can get extra ballots. But here's... My argument 
with Georgia is that it's blood red, Republican, conservative. We all know that. And you want evidence? Brian Kemp won the Georgia gubernatorial race in November this year by 300,000 votes. Eight points blew Abrams out of the water. What is going on? So Kemp wins a blowout. And Herschel Walker runs twice, can't win. So I guess 300,000 plus people, Republicans and so-called moderates and others, are jumping the line. They're voting for a Republican governor and then jumping over to a Marxist Democrat senator. I don't know. It's hard to swallow. Well, I don't, I don't know what the explanation is. I know Brian Kemp is not a Trump, Trump guy. He's got establishment running through him. And he wasn't willing to challenge the 2020 election. And so the Republican establishment also loves corrupt, corrupt elections because it keeps them entrenched in power. Herschel Walker was a MAGA candidate. Nobody wants that. But this is the result of ballot harvesting, early voting, mail-in, and weeks of voting. Not a straight election. And here's the goal. Can I explain to you why I find it so important to challenge these foregone conclusions of losing Republicans and losing MAGA Republicans, and the Democrats are just sweeping in all these red areas like Arizona and Georgia? Here is the goal. They want, who's they? The establishment, the media, liberals, rhino Republicans, they want to make you think and believe and understand, and they want to make you know that conservative, patriotic, Tea Party, MAGA candidates lose. They want to dispirit you and finally silence us and shut us down. And it's the same thing. I say it all the time. It's comparable. It's analogous to what's going on in our pulpits, in our churches across the Fruited Plain. Be quiet. Stop being so strident. Stop being so conservative. Stop with the quote-unquote rhetoric. No one wants John MacArthur and his allegedly, I keep saying quote-unquote, radical, he's not radical, he's biblical, radical teaching. Nobody wants these alpha males in the pulpits. And they just want to silence us, convince us that it's not sellable. It's not marketable. And so we will go away. They want you to forget the Reagan revolution in 1984 when he won every state except one, the state from which the Democrat candidate came. Uh, Mondale, I think, Michigan or Minnesota or something. Mondale, the Democrat, won his home state. That was it. Reagan won 49 out of 50 states in a electoral college landslide. That was not even a generation ago. I was alive, and no one... We want you to forget that. Yeah, conservative, very, very unpopular. Give it up. Give it up already. They want you to forget the 2010 Tea Party revolution. It was a fluke. When Obama admitted, quote, that they got shellacked, and that was right after Obamacare, socialized medicine, was forced down our throats, and there was a voter uprising. 2016, Trump, outsider, beats Hillary Clinton, an entrenched 
decades-long politician married to Bill Clinton who was popular. Trump beats her. They don't want that, and they can't let that happen again. I definitely challenged 2018 when we lost Congress, House, and Senate. One or the other, or both. We lost the House. I think we lost the Senate, too. Trump, the most wildly popular president in modern history, and he loses the midterms? Don't come to me. Don't come to me with that's statistically what happens all the time in midterms. I know Trump was a non-statistical president, okay? He defied all the statistics. So I don't buy that. I think after 2010, after 2016, they saw the writing on the wall and they're like, we have to push. Rush always said this. Rush always said this. Rush was great. He said they want to get rid of elections. And everybody would clamor and shout and be like, Rush, you're an extremist. He's like, no, they want to. And he was right. But what we thought they were just going to, we thought they were going to try this crazy scheme and like repeal elections. No, what they did to get rid of elections, they just corrupted elections. They've been corrupting elections with ballot harvesting and absentee. And then COVID was the pretense and the excuse. And they have corrupted our elections. 2020, they want you to forget that. The highest, listen, re-elected incumbent ever. The highest elected re-elected incumbent ever in American history, in voting history, voting world history, most popular incumbent ever, most popular presidential candidate ever, by 10 million plus votes, record-breaking. But no, a delirious old man from his basement, Joe Biden, beat Trump. So I'll say it again, what you hear, you don't hear. What you see, you don't see. I don't know if I said this yesterday. My cousin said he was just down in Florida visiting family. There's still... MAGA flags on boats, MAGA flags all over the coast. Until two weeks ago, Trump wasn't even running. And he's still wildly popular. There's MAGA everywhere. MAGA is what we saw in Florida in November. So I don't believe it that in red Georgia, Herschel Walker is just not popular. Carrie Lake is just not popular in Arizona with the flooding open border. I don't believe this narrative. Here's what they tell you. People hate this country. The founders were all racist. Capitalism fails. We are now new, progressive, pluralistic. Religious liberty is passe, and the old traditional America is gone. Move on and stop running on conservative values. I don't believe it, but they want you to believe it. They want you to think it's a losing proposition to the ballot box, so you shut up and stop running these candidates. They want you to think God, family, and country are all dead. Flyover America is gone. Rural red America is gone. Can't even win in Georgia anymore. Can't even win in Arizona. Not true. I will tell you this. Articulate, bold conservatism, which they tell you is not popular, is still popular. They tell you give up on pro-life. Nope, not giving up. We just won the Dobbs decision. And as I said, it's the same issue with pastors and pulpits. Water it down. Authentic, conservative, bold Bible teaching is not popular anymore. Wrong. Authentic, conservative, bold Bible preaching convinces. Win the people over in the pews. Be bold and win the voters over with bold conservatism. It is a winning proposition. And they want all of these electoral losses in these corrupt elections to make you think it's the fault of conservatism. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Tea Party, patriotic, MAGA, Reagan Revolution conservatism is still a winning proposition. We got to double down, run them, run them hard, and not flinch. 
see you tomorrow.